As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Yappy Hour, a podcast about navigating the waters of young adulthood through discussion of pop culture, existential crises, and self-reflection. I'm Mia. I'm Leah. And I'm Kat. And today we are coming to you from socially isolated quarantine, so bear with us if this episode sounds a little different than the rest because we are we are recording from all different parts of LA. Today we thought it'd be a really good time, especially in quarantine with all this COVID-19 stuff, to talk about self-care and just mental care and taking care of yourself just generally, but also with this pandemic going on. So why don't we jump into it and how have you guys been sort of maintaining your sanity in all of this? Uh, and what are some what are some things that you do day to day to sort of keep your mental health in good checks? I feel like I should ask you that, Mia, because we've been stuck together for five weeks now. So <laughs> I feel bad for you, honestly. No, it's a lot it's of fine. time. It's a lot of time to spend with someone. But I think having you has helped a lot in terms of having someone around, at least. Totally. I, I think for sure the longest time we've ever spent together like continuously. So that's definitely different. But I, I would totally rather be quarantined with somebody as opposed to being alone. Like I have some friends that are quarantined by themselves and I do not understand how they've gone like six weeks without seeing another person. I, I don't know. It, it, I think it would really mess with my head. I feel like it's a really good time to bond with the people you live with. Like, of course, you see them every day usually, but with all this time together, me and my roommates are actually like cooking meals together, sitting down for more meals, um, watching more movies, and we actually just um, kind of go into like one of our rooms sometimes. Like one of us is like at the desk and the two of us are just on the bed and we're all just like hanging out, but we're doing separate things. One person's playing Animal Crossing and I'm reading or something, but it's just nice to have mm-hmm. that presence totally of each agree. other there. I feel like having Mia in the same apartment has helped a lot. And we try to go on like daily walks together just for some sunshine. And I feel like that is uh, something that we've been doing to keep ourselves sane. Yeah, I definitely think the walks for me have been... Like, just being outside, like, quarantine is hard enough for me, but, like, being able to go outside, like, earlier in the quarantine, I was definitely running a lot more and, like, exercising, but now with, like, all the regulations around wearing masks and stuff, I was like, okay, that's not gonna work for me, so just, like, being outside, I think, has really helped me, and then I started doing this thing on walks where I meditate, and I I think it's been really good for me. I've never thought you would say. (laughs) I, I, I really didn't think I would get into meditation either, but I feel like... With all this pandemic stuff, my mind is racing 24-7. And, like, 
I just feel like I'm in a constant state of anxiety and that's not something that I am used to. And so I've been trying to do things to like remedy that. And I know that my mom used to meditate and I know people meditate and stuff. So I was like, okay, whatever, I'll give it a shot. And I think it's been helping me just like see everything in perspective because I think the pandemic is really overwhelming and just seeing or just like focusing on my inner thoughts has really helped me calm down if that makes sense yeah I feel like surprisingly it's the opposite for me like I I think this pandemic hasn't really made me more anxious and but I'm usually like a really anxious person so like (laughs) I don't know how much more anxious I can get but I think it's it's good to sometimes step away from the news I'd find myself looking at for LA updates all the time but now I just kind of don't read on the updates I mean you could call it ignorance, but it's not that I'm trying to not know about it. It's just I'm trying to kind of remove myself from it because I do know that every day there's more deaths, there's more um, people infected. So I think it doesn't help for me to read about that. But I do try to keep updated with like the safety protocols and all of that because that's what I can do to help. And that's what's immediately available. I'm kind of on the same wavelength as Cat in that quarantine's been really hard being away from my family and that's been making me like a bit anxious missing them and then not knowing if they're taking the proper protocol because I feel like I'm lecturing them all the time like did you wear your face mask did you wash your hands like no one's there to hold my mom accountable or my dad Uh, but like being in LA and kind of feeling like I don't have responsibilities anymore which is a weird thing to say but um because I'm still working but I feel like it's almost made me more content with myself and like the time the free time I have yeah I think a lot of people who are apparently protesting this whole like COVID and they think it's fake and that the government is trying to control them honestly I've had the thought like when is the simulation over that's what I'm I like, panic about when are we gonna like, be like, free that's again why I'm so anxious I, feel- I don't see an end in sight and The fact that this is the new normal, that we wake up every day and we go outside and put a mask on, the fact that we're just used to that now, like, that's scary to me. And that, it just, it makes me really sad for our generation. I feel like this is a test for humanity and we're just failing it every day. And and for me, that makes me really sad. And that's what brings on my anxiety and sort of this, like, this feeling of hopelessness in a way. I guess for me, I try to, um, well, I've had counseling before and the counseling I've had was um, cognitive behavioral therapy so basically it's just reframing how you think about things and how you react to things and I think what helped me is kind of you know you know thinking of the positives that can come out of this obviously there's a lot of negatives and a lot of people are arguing that the government is taking away our freedom um, that we have the god-given right to you know have freedom and I don't think it's helpful to view it that way like we're still all free people like yeah we're kind of all on house arrest but it's like it's for the sake of everyone's health, we're not, they're not like telling us to do it just to be assholes, you know? And I feel like it's really what you make of your time. Like I've just been kind of staying connected with people, um, you know, picking up hobbies or skills that I haven't had the chance to because I was always too busy or like really getting enough sleep every night, which is something I couldn't do when I was working because I'd have to wake up like an hour earlier just to commute to work. So I think it's really just like reframing how you think about it. But I also do think um, it is important to like think about the real facts. As Mia has said, that there's like no real end to this. We can't just like think, oh, you know, it'll all be fine in the end. We have to do our part to make sure that there will be an eventual end to this. I know 
um, before quarantine, you used to do, or you you do do yoga, cat. It is a form of meditation because I feel like when I do yoga, I'm just there with my thoughts. Do you still do yoga? Do you think that's helped you in the same um, vein as Mia meditating on her walks? Yeah, I actually do yoga more often now because I have the time to and like, you know, yeah, basically I have the time to do it and I have the resources like I just need a yoga mat at home. I don't need to like go to a studio or anything. So I think what is really helpful is to carve out time in your day to do that, to take the time to do self-care. Like Mia will go on her walks to do it. I'll just set a time right before bed to stretch. Um, And if you get into the routine of it then it just kind of becomes part of your day I feel like having a routine has been really important for me during this like because I am working from home I feel like I have no boundaries between my work and my like downtime so like at 4 30 I have to tell myself like you need to log off within the next 10 minutes because I'm just gonna keep working just because I can and it's like setting that boundary for me has been really good um for my self-care and my mental health right now because I feel like it would just take over my life and make me more anxious. (laughs) Do you have like a separate workspace than like your room, I guess? Like do you work outside of your room? Yes, I had, I knew that early on. I was like, I tried working from my bed for a a couple days and I was like, this is really dangerous. So then I ended up taking over the living room a little bit. Um, I still lay down on the couch, which probably isn't the best practice, but it's like from 8 to 10, I'm lounging on the couch still working, and then by 10, I'm like, all right, it's time to actually sit at a desk and do normal work, but even just um, the environment change has helped a lot. Something that you talked about, Kat, was a, a positive of, of quarantine, or just this all of this craziness, is that of reconnecting with people, and I, I was telling Leah this earlier in the week, that like, one thing I am grateful is for is that this pandemic has really forced me to not force but encourage me to connect with people that I wouldn't normally even talk to on such a frequent basis and so for me that's been really nice and kind of makes me like not only reaching out to my mom when I need something you know like actually checking in day to day or like seeing how my friends are doing and um from home and like actually getting on the phone and facetiming them something I would never really thing to do and that's been really nice for me because I feel like I am connecting on so many more levels with people that I would normally just not even think twice about. It's interesting you bring that up because I remember in a past episode we talked about how when you text you usually text because you need something like you're asking a question or <laughs> yeah. I realize I am a lot like that because my texting went down drastically once quarantine started because I didn't need to ask anyone for anything anymore no I don't text anyone anymore honestly I- I'll text like my mom to see if she's free to FaceTime but that's about it or like friends about tv shows but for the most part yeah all my communication now is via FaceTime or phone calls which I think is a nice change and something I didn't realize I needed before this quarantine and definitely something I want to continue after this quarantine so one thought I had was how people go to other people for their beauty services like you know for manicures for their lashes you know to get their eyebrows done to get waxed to get haircuts I kind of wonder Mia Mia I was talking about my brows and Mia's like get me the supplies I'll do it for you (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting that desperate (laughs) no honestly like People are just doing things at home, like Sugared and Bronze, which is a, a pretty local, oh my god, local brand. <laughs> People are not sugar. They're selling, themselves. they're selling oh the sugar base, and you can microwave it, and you can sugar yourself. Okay, little anecdote. 
Once upon a time, little Mia decided to make her own sugar paste. <laughs> Long story short, it's a freaking nightmare. I don't recommend it. I had burns all over my hands. I had sugar stuck to my fingers, <laughs> and it just took like days to remove from my from the counter from the granite countertops at my house. My mom was so angry at me. She was like, "What is all this shit on the counter?" I'm like, "I'll get it off." Couldn't get it off because that stuff is literally pure sugar. So, you know, it's so funny. Anyway. <laughs> my sister literally just sent me a picture. It's going to sound nasty. She sent me a picture of her wax. I'm serious. And she's like, look, I sugared myself. And I was like. Wax of what? I didn't. I'm going to say her armpit. I better hope it was her armpit. <laughs> but Ew. she was like, <laughs> she was like, look, I did it myself. And I was like, I didn't ask to see that. Don't show me that ever again. She's trying to bond with you. Come on. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, so people are like learning how to do gel nails. They're learning how to do their own eyelash extensions. And I'm like, when we get out of this, either people are going to be so frustrated with doing it at home, they're just going to pay for their services again, or like they're never going to need it again, you know? Mm-hmm. But Do you want me to do your nails? Oh, oh, I can't. You can't. You can do it from six feet away. Just attach nail polish to a pole. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be some some good skill like i imagine like a chopstick like a six foot chopstick and you can just like have the control you'd need some crazy arm power (laughs) have you seen those youtube challenges where it's like doing my makeup with chopsticks i just imagine something like that that's a thing (laughs) speaking of youtube i feel like i've been watching way more of it (laughs) in quarantine that's honestly become like kind of nice it's like another form of social interaction i'd say watching other people live their lives in quarantine because it makes me feel like i'm not alone i don't know do you watch the the mukbangs when you eat dinner so you're eating with someone else (laughs) whoa that's pretty meta i've never thought of it that's what mukbangs are for what do you mean they're meta that's what they originated for (laughs) wait i thought it was just you just want to watch people eat because you like the sounds it's like a mix that's part of it that's the asmr mukbangs oh yes Mukbang started as like people to share meals with each other over large amounts of space. I like Japan to the U.S. That's really cute. I didn't know that. I know. <laughs> Thanks. Mukbang is cute. <laughs> History lesson. But Mukbang gets weird when they're like ABG girls with like no clothes on, like <laughs> sucking on crab legs, and then I'm like, okay, that's. I've Wait had a minute. Enough. I'm not part <laughs> of this I fan base. I didn't tune in for this. <laughs> yeah, my my YouTube history is full of workout videos and that's like all mm. of it right there it, which is very convenient all about video like, do games. i even want to pay for a gym membership after this if i can just work out at home you know i've had that realization i've i've always been like when i go to work i'm like oh i'm so tired after work or it's gonna take me an hour to get to the gym and now i'm realizing that i'm really the only person holding myself back because i have no excuses now and i'm still not exercising regularly <laughs> we do work out we do the at home I know, but in my head, I was always like, if I ever get to work from home, I'm going to be so fit. I'm going to have all the time in the world to like work out during my lunch. I have no excuses to not go to the gym after. And I guess those resources I can't access right now. But still, I feel like there have been so many accommodations from like studios doing online workouts or YouTube even. And I'm still like not taking advantage of it. So I'm just realizing how much I like hold myself back. <laughs> For me, I just want to move my body because if I don't, it's going to hurt the next day. Like, I feel like when you don't move it enough, your muscles are like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, you're like, I need you to move. And like, I don't go on runs like you guys, mostly because I left my running shoes at home. 
and because I hate running, but <laughs> so I need to do it some other way. So I think running is a great alternative to those workout videos. There's no need to do both, honestly. Yeah, I wish I could keep running. Uh, you, Mia ran a half really like don't. two weeks ago. Okay, but running with a mask on, like, I really can't describe how unpleasant it was. I just felt like I was only getting, like, half capacity of air into my lungs, and my face was super hot because I was just breathing hot air back onto my face. And I just, I just think, like, in terms of doing our part, like, people should be going out with masks. So I just don't want to be a hypocrite and go out for a run without a mask on, and then, you know, think it, it just wouldn't make me feel good. Think of it this way. If you run a half marathon with half the air you normally would, could you run a full marathon with the normal air? Leah's doing some That's equations in her head right now. <laughs> I probably could just run faster, but not a full marathon because my body still hurt at the end of the half. <laughs> But you did it, and that's important. I feel like I feel like I would just be less lightheaded, yeah. which isn't great because I was still like super nauseous. But <laughs> do you guys have any goals for quarantine? Anything that you want to accomplish within this time that you have? Yeah, make it out without getting corona. <sighs> okay, personal goals goal. like <laughs> like that's a personal goal. Okay, that's fair. I think I think you have a high chance of succeeding in that one. I hope so. I don't know. Truthfully, with all these statistics saying that like 80% of people are like asymptomatic, for sure, I think I could have already had it. All right. Mia is really feeling anxious today and I'm sorry, but I'm talking about no, fun this is ones. Me, this is me in a constant state. <laughs> like we made sourdough. That was a big goal for us. And call us basic. Everyone and their mothers are making sourdough and their own starter and banana bread and all of that. But that was a big goal because I had that goal back in January and I went through eight tubs of Greek yogurt trying to make a cheap sourdough without starter and we finally did it this quarantine so thank you that's true that was a good accomplishment <laughs> what about you cat you made some bomb banana bread well as we've covered in our new year's resolution video i don't make goals really but yeah <laughs> honestly okay i had one really unrealistic goal at the beginning of quarantine that i quickly gave up on and i've decided to just focus on a broader goal of being was it fit. to stretch more? but i no, I really wanted to be able to do a one-armed push-up. Mm. Ooh. And, um, yeah, I didn't get there, or I haven't really, like, tried. But That's I tough. have been doing push-ups every day just to, like, be in shape. Like, I think push-ups were – they used to be the bane of my existence. They're the bane of most people's existences, you know? So yeah. just doing, like, 50 a day is, like, Damn, pretty girl. good for me. 50? I don't do it all in a row. Oh, I, I was going to say, like, 50 10, in one rep. 10, that's and good. then sometimes if I'm feeling fancy, I'll like lift my leg up. I'm like, oh yeah, one-legged. Same thing as one-armed, right? It's Damn, not. I'm so impressed. That's pretty good, yeah. It's pretty good for your shavasana and yoga, right? When you lower yourself down. What is that called? That's not. Shavasana is <laughs> when you're on your back and you're dead. Okay, I only know that one because it's my favorite. <laughs> but you know which one I'm talking about when you lower yeah, your yeah, yeah. downward-facing dog? No, the, that's the extent the of my... The halfway push-up. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Chaturanga. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was hard. I I am stretching more, though. I am trying to get more flexible. I'm trying to – like, I can touch my toes, but I want to be able to, like, fold my, you know, flatly Mm -hmm. onto myself. And I want to be able to, like, straddle because I can do, like, 90 degrees, but my legs don't want to go further, so. Me and I did try that. Not safe for work content, am I right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to and getting these skills because I'm ready to go out and use them <laughs> after we're done socially distancing. Mia and I tried to do the splits. We were on the same boat. We were like, ooh, we can stretch. And then both of us, our legs open 45 degrees. And we're like, cool. 
we'll call exactly. it a day. So that, yeah, that's why I want to get more flexible. I feel like when you're more flexible, like the the fitness just comes with it. You can be fit without being flexible, but to be flexible without being fit, I feel like that's a little bit more difficult to do, you know? It just comes with it naturally. So definitely trying to be more flexible. Trying to read more books. That's what a Kindle is for. Cat was on me. She knows I have a Kindle. And she was like, Leah, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I found an OMG Pop bootleg site that I'm playing on. And she was like, Leah, your Kindle's collecting dust. When are you going to read with me? And I was like, but I love Dingle Pop. It's because we bought our Kindle covers together off of Amazon. And I thought you were going to read. But... Yeah, I'm protecting it from the dust with my cover. Oh, my God. <laughs> I FaceTimed my friends at home and they were all talking about all the books that they read. I was like, great. I've watched three different TV series, but I feel included in this conversation. I'm like, fuck, I need to start reading. What am I doing? I'm 25 and I haven't picked up a book in years. I need to read. I have a recommendation. A very okay. good book I read recently. It's called Know My Name by Chanel Miller. Mia was already I talking literally about this. have, I have it bought on my Kindle cat. It's a, it's a whole thing. I read it. We'll get the books and like I'm in the moment. I'm like, yeah, I want to sit down and read this and I'll open it and then I'll be like, oh, YouTube though, so much easier to just like put on. I had this Wait, conversation a... with Mia though. When we went to this, we went on a long walk and I was, I literally had the exact conversation. I was like, I wish I could read more and I don't know why I don't like to read. I just don't understand. I think you have to just get back into it, honestly. At first, what motivated me to read was my friends were reading and telling me to read this book so we could talk about it. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to be an asshole and not read it and then leave them hanging. So I read it so we could talk about it. And then the big discovery for me was the Libby app, which is the library app. It's free. And I think that's what makes me read is because library books you can only borrow for 21 days. So that gives me a time, a time, a deadline to read these books by. And I think that's what really helps me. Because if I just buy the book and have it sitting there, I'm not going to read it. I have so many books on my bookshelf I do not read. They're just sitting there. I was so. literally in a book club, guys. And every month I would go to book club without having read the book just for the free food. I would sit there <laughs> while everyone discussed the book and be like, yeah, I owned up to it too. I was like, yeah, I didn't read the book. They were like, okay, great. You can just listen to the conversation. I went to four book clubs without having read the book. I, I don't know what it is, but I just, I think I, I just need to start. That's my thing. I'll have the books, but I need to just start reading them. And then once I feel like I'm like involved or invested in the book, I'll finish it. Because I don't like not finishing things, but actually getting to the point of opening it is the hardest part because there's so many like more entertaining things I feel like I could be doing have you ever thought of trying the audible like the audiobooks yeah audible is a good solution sometimes I just get really annoyed with the narrators though I'm like they said a word weird or like I don't like how they play 50 different people and they like try to do a different voice I'm like I can tell you're the same person I don't know I'm just being annoying now but point is I need to read it's good for my education it's good for me as a general adult to read so I should just read but okay Mia's goal quarantine read one book read read a book can you guys both read that book because I really want to talk about it I will literally read it tonight I have it bought on my kindle I'll read it tonight it's really good it's it's really freaking good not just because of the content but she's an amazing writer like she'll make you laugh and she'll make you cry probably at the same time like i did but it's really good <laughs> is it super depressing though then that's also like do i really need more depressing news on yeah. my on my plate it will seem depressing most of the time but i think if you like really like read what she's saying it's pretty uplifting to know that she went through all this shit and like made it out and is like really trying to like 
voiced herself when people tried to like shut her down and quiet her you know okay yeah i can get on board with that taking a break from animal crossing i know oh my god animal crossing the switch has been probably my savior for this quarantine i can't even describe it (laughs) i went from never touching my switch to it being the first thing that i pick up in the morning i don't even check the notifications on my phone first i just grab my switch which i wait have you have you beat the game yet like have you seen the credits roll animal crossing yeah um, you see the credits roll once you get K.K. Slider to come to your town and play music, and I did do that already, but that's not technically beating the game, if you know what, what I mean. So Any, what is beating the game? Animal Crossing isn't a game you beat. It's like it's like a, a life, had, like it's like we, Sims. We've had this conversation so many times, because yeah. when it first came out, I never got to play video games in my childhood, and so I was like, Mia, what is this game? And then she let me play it, like, the first time, and she's like, just walk around the island, and I was like, how do you beat it, though? Yeah, it's like anyone who's ever played Sims, you don't beat Sims, you know? It's, it's just true. a life, like, you just play out life, basically, and that's that's what Animal Crossing is, but Sounds I have beat Pokemon. <laughs> I beat Pokemon in, like, four days, and... I need to find another game to buy because, but not after, until I read a book because that's my resolution. <laughs> I remember in a, a past episode, Leah, specifically I asked you if you have an addictive personality and you said no. After this quarantine, I'm 100% sure you do because you oh, play games every freaking day. Yeah, no. she totally does. It's like a two-day addictive personality. It's like two no. days, I go really, really ham, and then I'm over it. Mario Kart Girl, Kat, you haven't seen it, but Mario Kart is on another level. The only reason we stopped playing Overcooked is because you beat it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we did beat it. I totally forgot that. Wow, that was a it's long time though, ago. Because <laughs> I grew up with video games, and I'm not like inclined to play them as much anymore. I guess we switch places. It's because when you deprive someone when they're little, and then they have access to it as an adult in abundance, of course they're going to <laughs> overconsume. Thank you, mom. <laughs> I just think you have an addictive personality, dude. It's because you're competitive. That's why you like games so okay, much. Okay, that's you know? not an addictive personality, though. I will say I'm competitive, and all of mm-hmm. the things you've mentioned have been game-related. So in terms of like being addicted to something, games is because I'm competitive. You know what you should do? You should get addicted to books, and then we can <laughs> read together. It's a good book. Just read the one book. You and Mia can have the same goal. <laughs> I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. That that. I'm officially on the book bandwagon, and I'm going to read that book, Cat, and I'll credit you for my education. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. I'm excited to talk. We can have our, our mini book club. So I won't have snacks for you, but we can talk about it. <laughs> the first book club that I'll actually attend where I will actually have read the book. <laughs> so have you guys been like, so we talk about like video games, working out. How about like on the artistic side? Have you guys been doing anything to get more creative or kind of channel your creativity into one thing? Mia and I made cards for our boyfriend's birthdays that passed because we didn't go to a store to buy them. So we made our own cards. That was pretty creative. So what... So how did you make them? Did you, like, paint or, like, cut out stuff or... Cut out stuff. Really? Wait, yeah. I want to see them. Well, I'll see it later when you get yeah, to go, Kenny. Yeah, so. go ask your roomie. Oh, you already gave it to him? Yeah. Okay, cool. What else? Weren't I you did... learning calligraphy? Yeah, I do want to have... As I was realizing, I was making this handmade card, and I was like, it looks like a fifth grader made this. <laughs> and I was writing a little note. My handwriting is so awful. And then I had the idea, I'm going to practice my writing, so... I think the formal term is lettering because it's not really calligraphy, but it's just penmanship almost. So I have been doing that. That's pretty cool. Do you think you'd ever get into bullet journaling? 
I mean, I already. All my friends are bullet journaling. Okay, I get it. You bullet journal. I already did the cheap man's version of bullet journaling by backfilling my planners. Does that make sense? I would just have a planner, and then Mia's rolling her eyes right now. I just had a planner, but I would just write down every single thing I do. I can tell you what I did October twentieth, twenty sixteen. Okay, this was a pre quarantine activity. Don't make me pull it up. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong. I feel like. I'm on board for people journaling, period. But this whole bullet journaling where you have, you're making charts and flow charts and filling in like achievements. I'm like, okay, no, I'm not in second grade. I don't need to like color in like what I've done. I hate her. I hate her. (gasps) No, No, I'm with Mia on this. Like when I see people bullet journaling, I'm like, you would not bullet journal if you could not post this on Instagram. You're like, Thank you're purely you. doing this Thank to show people you. I'm artistic. Wait. Yes. But you're not doing it for and your, like... people always post, like, when they filled in something with a new color. They're, like, posted on Instagram. And I'm like, I don't give a this shit. Is, okay. No one can see it. That's not this... bullet journaling. <laughs> I'm holding up my planner that I was just referencing. Look at that color coding. But that's not bullet journaling. That's not journaling. bullet journaling, bro. That's just, okay, well, then... just filling out your calendar. <laughs> Well, then, this is my extent of bullet journaling. <laughs> it's not the same. We're not like, hating on you, Leah. You can buy, like, bullet journals on, like, Amazon. They're, like, it's, like, a thing that you can do beyond just, like, regular journaling. Like, I'm for it. If people get creative and they find their talent and hobby, amen. Leah doesn't post her planner on Instagram. Why are people posting yeah. their bullet journals? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to get so much hate for this. We're going to, like, get, like, 20 unsubscribes. <laughs> I know it's okay what about you Kat have you done anything um creative so I actually really enjoy writing which is probably why I also enjoy reading because I feel like you can't be a good writer unless you read a decent amount because you gotta like find your voice find your style and also just expand your vocabulary so I really I've always liked to write like I used to write a lot in high school um I used to take like creative writing courses and stuff but I just like find it's very calming I usually just write about like my experiences but in like a fictional setting it's almost like a diary but I'm trying to like express it in a different way I like to do that like just unwind from my day I can't say that I've increased the frequency of that since quarantine because as you guys have said YouTube is just very distracting <laughs> I'll like open my laptop. I'm like, yeah, time to write. And then I'll be like, but just one YouTube video. And then I'll watch like 10. I'm like, oh, it's time to sleep now. (laughs) So that's the real issue here is YouTube. We got to put some blocker up on our browsers. So Wait, there is. I used to use it in in high school. I forgot what it was called, but it yes, it wouldn't let you access (laughs) certain websites for however long you put the timer. I would not be able to use that. I would just immediately turn it off. I was too smart for it because it was too stupid to know about incognito. So I'd just be like, psych, got you. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm cheating myself because I'm the one who set the timer. But yeah, no. feel like your quarantine self-care habits are different from like normal day-to-day self-care habits? Does that make sense? Like, I feel like when I, before quarantine, like, my idea of self-care was, like, doing nothing, if that made sense. I felt like I was just so exhausted all the time, overworked. I would just lay in bed, and, like, that was my me time. But now I feel like I'm actually trying to do things because I have the time. I've had my me time all day. I've been alone <laughs> doing work. So I feel like I'm actually, like, as you said, trying new things. So I feel like that's been one really good perk with quarantine. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like when you work nine hours a day, you come home, you just want to like not talk to anyone. But my self-care is going to annoy my roommates. So (laughs) I go in and check on them. I tell them about my day, even though they didn't ask for it. 
Then I ask them about their day, ask them what they're up to, ask if they want to do something together. So my self-care has involved more people now. So <laughs> it's good. It's fun. It's their self-care too. I'm, I'm taking care of them too, you know? I don't know if my self-care is any different. I mean, obviously the meditating is new and I think that's been helpful. I'm trying to like take care of my skin. That's always something that's been really therapeutic for me is skincare, to do masks. I was saying to Leah, like, I want to continue doing walks after quarantine because I feel like the walks have really helped me. But obviously when I'm coming home and it's like dark out, I'm not going to go for like an hour long walk. So that's something that's, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to fully continue, but I do think there is something to be said for these uh, habits that we've picked up to like take away what's most important to us and sort of try to continue those after. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder when, you know, we're allowed to go outside again and go to work again. I wonder if we'll just revert back to how we were before or, you know, we'll carry some of these habits into our post-quarantine lives. I'm not saying this to be depressing, but I will say that uh, I think life after quarantine, we won't be able to just jump back to the way things were. I think it's probably going to be quite a while until we are able to get back into the routines that we know uh, so well before quarantine I think life after quarantine is going to be pretty different and we're just going to develop new routines are you going to continue to make bread Leah <laughs> yeah I want to know I attacked sure wait no it's a it's an honest question sure I mean it's fun. I, I'm going to try to continue baking you know because you made it's some yummy therapeutic mm-hmm. thanks I was inspired I mean we made them before so we know try and error put one stick of butter, not two. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I totally forgot about that. We tried to make cookies, and I put like double. I think I put double butter and like one of everything else, and I was like, "These are so goopy." And Kat and I thought it was it was a new recipe, so we didn't even think anything of it. We put it in the <laughs> oven, and we get like pancakes. They just melt completely. <laughs> they were really flaky. They were like pie crust. It was. I totally yeah, forgot but... about that. <laughs> We live and we learn. <laughs> I think of all those times that I like, you know, I mean, it's self-care like when you when you take a night off and don't go out with your friends. But I think of all those times where I wasn't down and I'm like, man, I should have just gone out that one time because now look at us. We cannot go out. I think about that, too. I'm like, I was saying this, Aaliyah, like I really miss going out to restaurants. Like I know it's such a privileged thing to say, but like I just miss going out to eat somewhere like I feel like I've eaten all my meals in the same two rooms for the past six weeks and it's just like it's taking a toll on my mental health where I'm like I look at the same four walls every single day and I just want to be able to eat in a different environment but I really miss going out to eat no yeah I feel that like the restaurant experience is unparalleled you can't really (laughs) replicate that no matter how much takeout you get you know it's just not the same Or like KBBQ with like all your friends or Hot Pot with all your friends. Like, can't replicate that like at home. You just can't. What's the first meal you're going to eat once we're able to go out to restaurants and it's safe? Broth, shabu shabu. That's a good one. I'm going to hop on a flight. That's what. I don't care about That's not a restaurant. That was not not my question. That that was evading the question entirely. I don't care about food. I would trade all the restaurants in the world to safely hop on a plane and go see my family. But that wasn't the question. <laughs> yeah, that's let like me I could phrase my question. What's the first thing you're going to eat outside of your house the when this is over? The cookies on Hawaiian Airlines because I'm taking a flight home. All right, next question. <laughs> Contestant number Leah 
Thank you and goodbye. That's a number, Leah. Makes her own category. <laughs> Quarantine did break my social media cleanse, but I'm happy to say that it. I feel like even though I have more time on my hands, I haven't reverted back to social media the way I used to. Because like I would literally scroll, as I mentioned, and like mindlessly, and like, oh, whoops, an hour went by. But now I feel like I've been more aware of when I'm opening it and not doing it mindlessly. So although quarantine did throw me back out there in the virtual world, it's been okay so far. Well, that's good that you're not on it that much because there's honestly nothing on there. Like <laughs> two people post a day. So Maybe and not anything, missing out on anything that's on there is just depressing as hell. I would I will say yeah, I agree. I think I told Mia this. I kind of like quarantine because I feel like I'm not missing out. Really. No, absolutely. And I feel like that's a big, like, mental component to accepting quarantine. Like, yes, I'm scared for my family and, like, do have those underlying anxieties. But then at the same time, I don't feel bad about being isolated. And I don't feel as alone. No, I agree with that. Like, before all of this happened, like, if I spent, like, a whole Sunday at home or, like, you know, I just didn't see anyone sometimes I'd feel like oh should I be out like hanging out with friends like all my roommates are gone hanging out with other people they're all doing things and I'm just like at home like bumming it and like yes I'm content with that but I have really bad FOMO all the Mm -hmm. time so now I don't have any FOMO because I'm not missing out on anything like everyone's just at home agreed yeah so no one can give me shit for taking a three-hour nap in the middle of the day because what else would I be doing (laughs) nothing I miss having places to be I miss having like a schedule of of things to do or like the option to go to things the movies for example or like if I want to go walk in Santa Monica or something I miss like the freedom of being able to do that more than the fear of missing out if that makes sense like I just like the options to be able to do things and the fact that that's been taken away from me I feel like even more in the dumps about it I think another reason why I kind of am enjoying this time alone is well obviously I'm not alone I have two roommates but one of my roommates he used to go to his grandma's place every single weekend and stay there the whole weekend but now that we're quarantined he's been here all the time and I kind of it's nice having him here all the time because we didn't really hang out that much you know during the weeks I think also just watching and feels really touched um (laughs) he he's taking an art class so just watching him like focus on his art inspires me to focus on sharpening a skill So I think that's why like I'm more inclined to read and like write than watch YouTube because I see him just painting for six hours a day. I'm like, oh, I should probably be productive like that. So (laughs) I think it's also just like the environment I'm in. Oops. Does that mean I'm a bad influence on Mia? Am I not motivated Probably. She's so depressed. Go make her happy. (laughs) No, no, no. I got to do better, guys. No, no, no. It's not like that. In your situation, Kat, like you have two roommates. You can spend time with either one or you can spend time by yourself, you know, and then they can spend time together or something. But like when it's just two people, it's like either we're spending time together or we're not spending time with anyone else you know welcome to marriage I mean honestly probably yeah so and I think I think that's why people have kids right I think it's these two (laughs) extremes where it's like either you're together all the time or you're apart and you're both not seeing anyone else whereas with your situation if you decide you need alone time like they can hang out with each other or vice versa there's like a I don't know like a a a triangle of 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 options no that totally makes sense I hear she's calling me overbearing (laughs) <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm not calling you over there. <laughs> no, but no, you know what i mean true. though it's like mm-hmm. yeah it's not that you get tired of someone it's just like there's no one else besides that person it's you or nobody else whereas cat has two other people i guess 
No, yeah. No, that's totally time. true. It's really nice because both my roommates run. I hate running, so they go and do that. And then sometimes we'll go on walks, like all three of us together. Sometimes me and one of them will like watch a movie. And then other times, you know, my one of my roommates will play video games with Leah while I watch. <laughs> so it's nice. But yeah, I totally get what you mean. Like, it's just nice to have options to go out and see other people besides your one roommate who you love very much and makes very good bread. I mean, it's, you know, it's obviously hard to to imagine what it'd be like, but do you think you'd be feeling the same type of anxiety or, you know, um, loss of FOMO or, you know, however you're feeling right now if you were quarantining at home with your family? I'd feel so much better if I was home because the majority of my anxiety comes from the fact that I'm not at home with my family. And so... The fact that I can't be there with them. I think the one thing that's always kept me okay with being in California is that I could always hop on a flight and be home in like five hours. And now that that's taken away from me, knowing that I don't know the next time I'll be able to go home and see my family, that uncertainty messes with my head. And so I think if I were just at home, I would feel so much more at ease. And the same idea of you, like if I, if anything happens, I do want to be home right away. But I also think being stuck on Hawaii for three months would be awful. I don't know. I just, I miss my family and that's all. If I could just transport them here, I'd be set. Yeah, I definitely would rather be here. I love my family and everything, but um, I mean, before this whole thing, I'd only see them once a year anyway for Christmas. So it doesn't affect me too much that I can't go home right now. It's a little concerning because my brother's getting married in August at home. So I don't, haven't booked my flight yet. I'm not really Mm -hmm. sure how that's going to work out. If it's still extended till then but I feel like the main reason I like to go home you know besides my family obviously is being outdoors because Hawaii has so much you know sunshine so much nature and I wouldn't be able to do that at home so I feel even more FOMO missing out (laughs) on all this great weather and sunshine and the beach whereas I'm just in California I mean the weather here is okay but it's still pretty (laughs) cold for me so I don't mind staying indoors all the time I think it definitely doesn't help that my family's in New York, which is like the epicenter of this whole shit. And so I think if my family weren't in such a hot spot for it, I'd feel better. But because I think they're just at such high risk all the time that I just feel this constant sense of anxiety that every time like my mom goes outside, like there's a chance she'll get it. And so for me, that that's the only reason I would want to be home is just to be able to like be a uh, a caretaker if need be, obviously. I really feel for the people on the front lines and I just wish I could be doing more. Yeah, it definitely worries me a little bit that my dad's a doctor. He's not part of the team that actually is on the front line like helping these people. He's a radiologist, so I'm pretty sure he's like pretty removed from there. Just the fact that he like goes to a hospital every day where there could be coronavirus cases does scare me. And like I'm sure we all have a lot of friends who are in the medical field, like either in med school, nursing school, PA school, whatever, uh, doing rotations and stuff. And it's just kind of scary like hearing that they're exposed to this every day. And like there are still people out there who are obviously aren't on the front lines, aren't seeing what's happening in the hospitals and are just treating this like it's whatever and that really angers me because it's not just about I don't think I'm going to catch it or anything but like obviously you can be the person that spreads it and hospitals are constantly overwhelmed like it's not a matter of how many people are going to die from this it's just about how many people we can actually help yeah it's tough for sure yeah but no I definitely think everything you said has resonated with me and like I think it's really important to be positive in all of this and take care of ourselves so Yeah, definitely just stay off social media as much as possible and stay away from the headlines and the news. 
I, I, I feel like if my family was in New York, I'd, I'd probably feel the same way you do, Mia. It's like pretty scary hearing about what happens in New York. I, uh, I'm looking forward to the day when uh, toilet paper will be fully stocked. It'll be a great and day. And eggs. Toilet paper and eggs. The thing is, our eggs are fine. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's not a weird... Yeah, we're only 25. Like, our... our <laughs> they're fertile. Our, uh, our egg stock... Our grocery stores are fully stocked with eggs, so I don't really know what's going on where you guys are, but for us, it's pretty, it's fine. Yeah, and they've been hit or miss. Like, some days there are, and then most days there haven't been, but hopefully, I'm just waiting for, like, I was telling this Aaliyah, too, like, it's such interesting what products that the pandemic chooses people to focus on. When would you ever think that toilet paper would be sold out, or, like, hair dye would ever be sold out, or, you know, fabric at a fat, Tampons. Like, the most random things that you would never think people would ever buy out they're just off the shelves and you can't even find them or people are paying like a huge premium for them and I, it just wows me it was really hard for me to find butter for like the first month i was like really like people are hoarding butter what the <laughs> like i just imagine people having like like 10 sticks in their fridge and i'm like that makes me so pissed like i just wanted one stick you know i see every day there's a post on facebook or instagram for people asking for active dry yeast so random how many people could need active dry yeast that they're literally i know but i'm not giving it away because what if we want to make more bread (laughs) okay wait so like do you guys shop at trader joe's we've been going to yeah they've They've had a ton of lines anytime we drive by, but we've just been going to the local one that's like two blocks away, and there's been no line. Mm-hmm. At so, the Ralphs, yeah. Maybe that's why you can't find eggs, because we've been shopping at Trader Joe's and we bear the line, but Trader Joe's is like fully stocked on everything. Yeah, that's what my brother so. says too. But he said yeah. he waited online for an hour the other day. I'm like, oh yeah, we did. Wait we on- waited for two hours <sighs> once. It was Ooh, pretty heck. brutal. No, I'm not doing that. I brought my Kindle. I just read in line. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> I'll just be there switching in line. It was kind of nice to be outside, honestly. Like, I got a, li- a, no- a little nice tan, you know? So, my Me sunshine for the day. I have been trying to foster a dog. We've been unsuccessful. Are they just all out? or? Yeah. Well, not Everyone's that they're all fostering out. Dogs. So, the issue is most of the rescues are either out of rescues to foster out or they're like closed because of corona they're like not taking new applicants and so it's just been hard to find one that we like trust because i feel like there's some sketch foster like rescues out there it's been hard to find one that we trust that um actually has dogs available have you have you looked into like fostering cats i don't know if it's like any no. yes i want a cat no. so badly and someone in this apartment is really against cats that meow <laughs> the one person cats. in your apartment <laughs> i'm against cats so i'll speak up against that sorry for the cat lovers for our cat lover listeners but i'm a dog person through and through won't apologize for it I'm Kat, I'm curious about your, like, work setup at home. Like, with, I, I assume all three of you are working from home. So what's, what's like, your uh, your work schedule versus, like, when you're off schedule and interaction with your roommates? Mm-hmm. So my work schedule is pretty much the same. I'm hourly, so I, my hours didn't change. So I still work 8.30 to 6 every day, which is real frustrating when my roommates get off at, like, four and they're just walking around and they're you know sometimes i'm on a call and they're just talking very loudly i hope they hear this and i'm just like guys i want to call and like they'll usually like they're usually good about it they'll like go running or something but it's just the hardest when it's like friday and i'm still working at like 5 30 and they're like all off work and they're like preparing dinner and stuff and i'm like guys wait for me <laughs> i feel that way with mia because like i'm sitting there working mia's like on the couch playing switch and i'm like 
can I join? <laughs> I just want to like not do work. <laughs> For all the listeners, I've been laid off and Leah has not. So I sit at home and hang out all day and get paid for unemployment while Leah actually sits at the table and answers calls. Anyway, that's context. My actual work setup is pretty ghetto because I don't have a desk. I When I'm at work, like in the office, I have two monitors, like dual screen. So I have a work laptop and I took home a monitor and I literally am posted on the coffee table. I'm like sitting on the ground all day, just like at the coffee table with my laptop and my one screen. So you've um, taken over the living yeah. room, I assume? Yeah, basically. Once it hits 6 p.m. on a Friday, I literally pack my monitor up. I like put it in my room. I like put my laptop away, put everything away and it's just clear and I feel like it just, it sets up the stage for the weekend and I feel like since we're home all the time, it sometimes feels like we don't really have a weekend. It just feels like weeks bleed into each other Monday through Friday. But I think it's important to separate your work and your not really social life, your like leisure life, as Leah kind of put it, to separate those two. It can actually kind of be easy to be overworked now that we're all working from home. But to really separate that is really good for our mental health and kind of to keep a structure in our lives as similar as we can to before this quarantine. So on that note, I think, yeah, we totally brought it full circle here in terms of self-care, especially in this quarantine, but just generally previous to this quarantine and hopefully afterwards with things that we can do to take care of ourselves mentally and physically. And we just hope that everyone's out there who's listening is being safe, staying healthy, and doing their part to quote-unquote flatten the curve. And hopefully we can get out of this quarantine all the more stronger. So I think that wraps up this week's episode. We thank you for tuning in. Hopefully this sounded okay because again, we are not all in the same place. Feel free to leave us any DMs or comments or likes on our Instagram page. It's yappyhour.podcast and we'll hopefully be back next week with another episode. So be sure to tune in then. Mia and I are making more bread, so we'll show you the results of that one. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks for staying tuned. Bye. 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 You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.